I mean, should we talk about the elephant in the room? I actually cannot disagree with that more. We've seen we've seen flashes where he looks great. And we've seen flashes where he looks like he's never played a down of football in his life. Boom! The Fist Bump Boys are back. And as always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are The, the Fist Bump Boys. Boys. Episode 74. We're back. We're at we're off Zoom through the craziness. Together again. Together again. Friends. Back for episode 74. We have a ton to talk about. But our 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 hands no. are for no. no. No what? Just You're gonna wait. You're gonna make me wait. I'm gonna make you wait. Okay. Then I mean, should we talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> I mean, we have to. Alright, Alabama played Georgia. <laughs> Uh, you got it, uh, Crimson Tide uh, is the elephant. elephant. Yes. So, all right. We will start where we fully planned on starting, which is the college football playoff national championship game. And let us be the very first ones in the world to congratulate the Georgia Bulldogs on winning the 2022 CFB national championship game over their arch rivals. I guess, the Alabama Crimson Tide. We're the first ones. Did you know that? I, I knew that. No one has congratulated them. So much so that old boy on the field was wearing a hat that said Alabama National Champion. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's All right. That's just objectively funny. So we did our a special college football edition of the Facebook Boys Monday Night Football Halftime Show on the Instagram Lives last night during the game as we were recording this. And at the time, the score was 9-6. to six. And we were comparing it to that horrible championship game. The, the, the great championship great game, championship. but... Bad offense. From, a football, from yeah. a football purist, it was fun. But from an entertainment yeah. uh, standard, it was terrible up to this We're point. We're comparing it to that low-scoring game and then... Against LSU and Al- between LSU and Alabama. And, and, and then and we didn't pre- necessarily predict the winners. We were way off on that. Yeah, we, we both picked but Alabama to win we, this game. We both said once one team strikes, yes. the cork is going to unpop and just both coaches are just going to unleash. The funny part is is that it actually was a, it was a little bit more of a slow burn than that because Georgia did come out of halftime and score like we said they should, mm-hmm. but that was the only scoring in the entire third quarter. Well, that was at the end of the third quarter. It was 120 left, if I remember correctly. Uh, something like that. Yeah. But there was only the one touchdown yeah. for that entire third quarter. Right. And then the fourth quarter happened. Well, but that's what I'm saying. is It happened at the end of the yeah. third quarter. So it happened. And then all of a sudden, both teams are just like, we have to put the pedal to the metal. We have to score as much as we can. They're taking big chances downfield with, you know, as we said earlier in the game, Alabama with backup wide receivers. And Well, yeah, because they, they lost, they lost uh, Williams. Williams during the game, and it yeah. has since come out that it uh, looks like it is, it is an ACL like we thought. Uh, but it, it was furious during that yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. A total of uh, what is it, twenty nine points scored in that fourth quarter, uh, including that pick six, which pretty much sealed the deal for Georgia. Because it, it was it was in doubt until three minutes left, three and a half minutes left. Uh, yeah, around there. Yeah, it was it was nineteen eighteen, 
And then Bowers scored that great touchdown with 333 left. And it's still only an eight-point game. It was still, you know, very much in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they, they... Oh, very much, yeah. And Alabama was moving the ball. And then Bryce Young threw that, that bad pick six with just under a minute left. Like, I legitimately... It felt like it was inevitable, inevitable that that Alabama was going to march down that field. Well, I think that's what everybody the, everybody and, and had to think that because it, it's just the shot. And you even heard it from the announcers, like the shock of it suddenly went from close to completely out of hand. Yeah, and it wasn't in Alabama's favor. It was it's 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 un it's it, we're not used to seeing that right. It was a great game for the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. which which is reminiscent of past Super Bowls where we've been like, oh, my God, that's one of the best games we ever – it wasn't. No. It was actually a terrible game yep. from an entertainment standpoint, but the fourth quarter was incredible, and that's all we remember. And, I, and what comes to mind is Giants-Patriots. It was a terrible game, and then the fourth quarter was furious and a great ending with the helmet catch and all that. The, right, right. Sa- same concept. And that's just the first thing that comes to my mind when people talk about great games. Is no, you got to look at the entirety of the game. The entire two to three quarters of this game, snooze fest. Yeah. Snooze fest. A couple of big plays here and there, but it was field goals across the board until Zamir White. And anybody who had Zamir White as the first touchdown score of this game uh, was, at, was paid handsomely for that bet. Uh, until he scored at the end of the third quarter, it was it, we were falling asleep, and then thankfully we didn't because yeah. it was a lot of fun. Congratulations to Georgia. I don't know if you saw this morning. Uh, Bennett was on TV, and he definitely, definitely did not sleep. He was no. absolutely no. still. I'm pretty no. sure under the influence of some substances. And I'll be honest, during that interview, after the game, to watch him, the emotion that flooded within. Oh, him, it was great to watch. And it was great to watch. Great. And then, did you see when Kirby Smart he grabbed him, he pulled him in, and we always go back to the same scene from the Fresh Prince of Will Pitt. Yep. You know, Will, Will uh, Smith Fresh, is, is Will his Smith. name. I was trying to say the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but I had got a tongue twister. Yep. When when Uncle Phil pulled him in for the yep. hug, yeah, it seemed like he did that, and then he pulled away, and it was just. Pure jubilation. Yeah. The tears yeah. were gone. He realized it happened, and the, it hit him. It all. He hit doesn't him. look a day over sixteen. It's that, incredible. He's such a kid. He is such a kid. And and you know, respect still needs to be given to Alabama. Yeah, they had a, a a wild season and had every right to be in this game. And it, it came down to a late mistake that put it out of reach. Mm-hmm. The score is not indicative of how this game no. went. No. In fact, I honestly think most of the time, Alabama dominated this game. Alabama was seemingly able to move the ball a lot more than Georgia. It felt like during the game, until the end. It, it felt like the, the two best players I felt on the field were both from Alabama. It was Cameron Latu, the tight end, yep. who was playing out of his mind. Yes, he was. Every big he play scored was the touchdown him. too. Yeah. And it was uh, Will Robinson well, Jr., the the outside linebacker number 31. No, I think you have that name. It's uh, Anderson. Or Anderson, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the yep. running back yep. uh, of Robinson Jr. Who, who was the best player on the field. Yeah. Hands oh, yeah. down. He was everywhere. He, he, and we talked about it on we our about Instagram. His, his draft stock just went through the roof. And I he's think. not even draft eligible. No. and he I, would, He's in the conversation for the number one pick mm-hmm. this year, and he's not draft yeah. eligible. I think Latu's stack went, went, or, uh, yeah, stock, stock went through the roof. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of draft-eligible players yeah. in this game, and 
I don't know that any of them hurt their 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 stock. I don't think anybody did. I I think Bryce Young hurt it a little bit, but but he's not eligible. Exactly. So no, I'm he just has... talking about the draft eligible oh, okay, players. Okay, okay. Just draft eligible. Nobody hurt their stock. No. And, not... and for for next year, we can talk about it. They have a whole other season where everything can be different. Yeah. There are so many players mm-hmm. that have have been down here and then come out of nowhere and um, vice versa. Been high draft capital mm-hmm. and then just disappeared off the face of the earth. Uh, Everybody thing. did great. I, and I talked about it on on the Instagram live last night. I was targeting watching Evan Neal, the yep. lineman yep. from Alabama. Left tackle. Yep. He was was fantastic. Yeah. He had that one bad play that I saw, uh, which was a very unique play, and, and a lot of guys would mess that up, where he stepped inside to take care of the linemen, and they brought a late blitz around the side, and he wasn't anywhere near it. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't see any flaw in his play, and I am really, really hopeful that the uh, the Giants can are able to target him in the draft. Yeah. And another thing that I really like, too, is after the game, when they, when they you know went to the coaches' meeting in the center of the field, uh, when Kirby Smart and, and Nick Saban came together, and you got to hear that little personal... So you asked me, shortly before the yeah. end of that game, uh, you texted me and said, hey, does Bama, does uh, Saban blow him off? I'm paraphrasing. Right, right, right. right. You, you know, does he pull it, a Belichick to, to uh, uh, Eric Mangini? Yeah, because, you know, is there bitterness, whatever the case may be? And and I immediately was like, no. And yeah. by the way, I I was in the, I was watching the game and I didn't see your message. And then they scored and I went, well, and now it's going to happen no. that they are going to win this game. And no, he's not going to blow him off. Yeah. And not only did he not blow him off, but it was yeah. it well, was really good. It, it was a good exchange. No, I sent that text more to be facetious. Yeah, because, no, just you know, stir it up. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. But to, to, you don't really normally get that insight. Like, the coaches generally come really close to each other yeah. and they whisper in each other. Or, we heard him say, we heard him really say you kicked our, kicked ass our butts fourth. in the fourth yeah. quarter. Like, yeah. You know, and then. And then uh, he gave him his due. He yeah, absolutely, absolutely gave his due. Yeah. And then, and then Saban, there was a great clip that was released, you know, that we all saw today uh, of him. With uh, Williams and Bryce, and Bryce Young, yep, and and he stopped them, and he gave them arguably the best coaching they've ever gotten in their career from anybody ever. In yeah. that moment, yeah. he was like, "Listen, everybody, you're all harping on these two because they lost this game." No, and he and it was a yeah. really good speech, and and I and I was very pleased to see that. Tough to have that poise in that scenario. I. Uh, We've seen plenty of athletes do much, much worse in that situation. Uh, oh, yeah. Cam Newton comes to mind yeah. after he yeah. lost the Super Bowl. Uh, it just it's it's an emotional time, and they stepped up and and they faced the music, and then he, Nick Saban, and Nick Saban's been doing this a long time, but he's only been on the losing end of this game now three times. Yep. It's still not easy to do. So that was really cool. And and honestly, it's it's great that Georgia won this first time since 1980. Yeah, 41-year drought over. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's good. They've been so seemingly so close yet so far away for so long. Yeah, I mean, we every year we talk about how Georgia is going to be a really good team, but and they always come never, never do we really say, and they're going to win the championship yeah. because we're so used to just a, the eventual disappointment. And to be honest, I thought we had it this year. Too, I thought Georgia. so too. I yep. thought that after that lost Alabama in the SEC championship game, I was like, that's it. It felt like, you know. I, this happened years ago with the Cincinnati Bengals. They always were in the mix and then mm. just laid an egg. Yep. And I, I, Cincinnati Bengals got a Cincinnati Bengal. And I said the same thing I said. I was like, oh, 
bulldog's gonna bulldog yep. like it yep. felt like it was coming and it didn't and i'm very happy that that happened well and, and, I, and one last thing that i wanted to throw out there it. we had this conversation i think it was last week where the sec is better than everybody else i'm yeah, paraphrasing yeah. the yep. conversation and a feather in your cap because i actually pushed back on that saying listen there's a lot of talk about the sec being better than everybody and it really isn't a slap in the face of that argument is the last three national championships yeah lsu alabama georgia so it's it's a it's a real punch in the gut and for anybody that's saying the sec is only alabama and the sec is only going to get better well they've just added they've added like all the national champions yeah. sh- champions since the BCS started, except for like USC and what Ohio, Ohio State. State, yeah, like pretty much every single one for the past fifteen Clemson. years. And Clemson, uh, fa- fair enough, and Clemson. Like, but that's insane. Yeah, that's an insane concept. Yeah, and it's it's the start of the Super Conference, which is what we're gonna see. I think it's uh, what twenty twenty four. Yeah, a couple more years. Yeah. You know, a couple more years, we're going to see that first super conference, and it's going to lead down a road which we have the solution for. We do. It's, of, it's, it's, but it'll never happen. It won't. It won't. But Especially uh, with this happening. Of separating the nation by colleges, making making regional. divisions. Regional. All regional. Regional. That's the best word for it. All regional across the board with different levels based on your, the, the quality of play from years prior. Mm-hmm. Very similar to, I think it's the Premier the League. The Premier League, yep. Does it. Uh, you, know, you can get promoted. You can get regulated. You can get de- designated. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's that's the best solution for this, and make it entirely based on the play mm-hmm. on the field. And no voting, no human error. It's just the play on the field. If they're getting paid with the name, image, and likeness, they're they're paid athletes. Let's treat them like professionals. Do what we see on the field is what equates to the champion. But this is not the venue or the no. time to Un- break that down. Until that happens, the SEC will just continue to be better it, than it everyone seems, else. It seems like it's almost inevitable. It's, it does seem like it's almost inevitable. In- inevitable? Inevitable. 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 Inevitable in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. Alt- Altana. Altana. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. Now the state of Georgia has two championships. Who has the other one? Uh, Atlanta Braves. Who? The Atlanta Braves. Did you throw up a little in your I mouth did. right there? Oh, God. All right, you ready? I had a physical reaction, and I feel like now it's going to continue. Oh, it's going to. You ready to, you ready to talk about it? Shortly before we jumped on the mics, the news finally broke that the New York football giants will be parting ways with their head coach, Joe Judge. We have discussed this subject mm-hmm. at length on this show, as I am the resident New York Giants fan, lifelong, it's in the blood, I've given my opinion. I thought he was going to stay. I did. I thought he had a good argument for it. Mm-hmm. I thought Gettleman had a chance at staying as well. They let him retire, so he's out as well. We need a new GM and a new coach. If you want to bring the fist bump boys in, we would be Happy to take some of this responsibility on. Not both, because that's crazy. I'll, I'll do it for half salary. Well, if I'm the GM, yes, you will. 
that's just negotiating skills is all that is. I just, I bring the fire. So I was talking to some of the, uh, the fist bump army during the games on Sunday, this past Sunday and watching the, the giants just, just absolutely embarrass themselves. Yeah. And this particular member of the fist bump army and I have had several borderline heated conversations about this subject. Also a diehard New York Giants fan. And if this person is listening, this person knows who they are. And for a month and a half, two months, I've been saying, I don't care. Lose, lose, mm-hmm. lose. Go ahead. Put out Jake Fromm. Bench everybody. Go ahead, quarterback, sneak from your own five on third. And I don't care. Draft stock. That's all I cared about at that point. And this person still wants them to win. And and I get that. I understand that. But for the future of the team, we wanted to lose. And during that conversation, I said, it feels like Joe Judge, and this is a third, two-thirds of the way through the game. I said, it feels like Joe Judge is challenging the Maras to fire him. It feels like he's going, you won't do it. You won't do it. And now as we sit here, it feels like I was right. Because they waited. A bunch of guys got fired yesterday on Monday. Mm. And they waited till the end of Tuesday. Well, and then other, other coaches just left. Uh, from from the Giants, like even before this happened. Oh yeah, no, the offensive yeah. line coach yeah. ditched, and, yeah. and everybody was starting to jump shit. Gettleman announced his retirement, yeah. and, and and so now Judge is out, and Gettleman's out, and uh, fine, fine, good, I, okay. I don't. I wish they hadn't fired Judge simply because it's hard to know what he can do after two years. You think I know where you're going with all this? Where do you think I'm going with all this? You I want, know who I want them to bring in. There it is. Okay. I know who I want All them right. to bring in. So let's go Let's go down the rabbit hole. It's Brian Flores. It's Brian Flores, and it's nobody else. That is my list. So start and end. And by the way, huh. I also feel like Brian Flores getting fired from Miami wrongly. Yes. yes. So very wrongly. Yes. I think that might have played a factor. So... I'm gonna in in the Maras deciding to move on and the Tishers. I'd be all for Brian Flores as a coach of the New York Giants. Yes, but I think there's a better option. Ooh, and we've been talking about him for years. He needs a head coach spot. Be enemy. Be enemy. All right, listen, listen. This is a be perfect situation. That. So my list is two then for Eric the enemy to come in <gasps> to revamp that offense. Who has the weapons? Oh, they have man. the weapons. I gotta tell you, didn't even think about it. And by the way, this broke while I was on my way here. Yeah. So I haven't had a ton of time to dive into oh, this. Oh, I, I held back from texting I know you, you did. everything. I know you did. Other people did not. I know. But, but I knew you would because we were coming here to yeah. do this. Yeah. Uh, so my initial reaction was it's Flores and nobody else. I, I'm telling you, I'd be just fine with the enemy. Mm-hmm. I have loved him as a head coach candidate for years and we could bring a little that of that chief's magic and not for nothing it's the same thing you have a young quarterback on a rookie deal with all these all these great weapons let's make them earn it like it it's scream i am not saying that daniel jones is patrick mahomes i'm not saying that 
but the situations well, are here's similar. Here's the the thing that I could say as far as that goes. Him not being Patrick Mahomes. Yes, initial the initial thought is yes, absolutely correct. He is not a Patrick not. Mahomes. But to be honest and to be fair, we don't really know. And that has been my point on Daniel Jones for three months. Is we just don't know what he can do. He hasn't had We've seen we've seen flashes where he he's looks been unbelievable. Great. And we've seen flashes where he's he looks like he's horrible. never played a down of football in yeah. his life. Yeah. And that is it's the inexperience factor from from not playing in a major major school or a major major situation, and he's never had his entire offense mm-hmm. fully capable yeah. with a fully capable offensive line. And that's to be honest, and not for nothing. When we last saw Patrick Mahomes without an offensive line, he didn't look he, good either. He got shut out yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yep. He didn't score a touchdown. Now that's not his fault, but. The point of that is you take any quarterback and take away the protection and they're not good. Yep. There's no quarterback that's good. There is no quarterback that's good under constant pressure. It just can't happen. And we saw it last night in the national championship game. Yep. Same thing. Yep. That was what we talked about in the in the halftime show that they, they were getting pressure and it was throwing every he was a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, Bryce Young. And there were times that he looked terrible in that game mm-hmm. because of the pressure. Back to Daniel Jones. He has shown flashes. Yes. And not for if there is anybody that has a chance to bring it up, I I like man, I'm the more we're talking about this. Bien-Ami. I'm liking Bianami. And it was the first thought the second they fired him, I'm like, it's gotta be Bianami. Brian Flores makes sense. Great choice as well. I love Brian Flores. And there's a and there's a relationship there with uh Graham, the yeah. the coordinator. Yeah. So I'd be okay with Brian Flores. I think Bienemy would be a better choice because you have to fix the offense. The defense is not the issue with the New York Giants. They obviously give up points because they're on the field for sixty percent, seventy percent of the game. You've heard me talk about that for yeah. forever. Where we can have a great defense, but you get to the end of that game and they've been on the field yeah, all, that, all that time. Yeah, nobody can keep that up. No. It's impossible. No. So you bring in a coach who is. He he, he is son of a bitch. I'm in. He, I'm in. He I'm on board. He didn't create the best offense in the league right now, but he sure as hell had one he had big a hand, hand in, it. in it. So his resume is fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think it should be Bianami Flores. I think is a. I, I say a I'd say he's number two. two. I'd say he's it's number a two. Distant two, I think, but he's a two. Adam Gase three, obviously. Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> that is ridiculous. John Gruden four. <laughs> Jay Gruden, five. Oh, my God. I I'll just, tell you what. To be honest, I don't think Jay Gruden would be a horrible hire either. I don't know that he has what it takes to be a head coach. I, but I think that this is a situation that would be good for him where you get to, you get to bring up the, the quarterback how you like. He's a, he's a skilled quarterback. And the stuff. problem is we're late in the game for developing Daniel Jones. Well, you have to. So you ha- either you have to or you got to make the pick this year. You need someone that can come in. And get the most out of him immediately. We are beyond building well, Daniel and, Jones. And that brings me to, to it's either either get the most out of him now or we move on. And that's kind of where I was gonna go is now the judge is gone, now the Gettleman's, Gettleman's gone. gone. Yeah. It might be time to just say, look, we're gonna keep Jones for one more year, but we're drafting a quarterback this year. So so here's the problem with that. Who? Because, I'm sorry, but the best-ranked quarterback in this draft is like the 16th-ranked player. Yeah. And yeah. 
Well, then, he's, then I think that the, the obvious option is is then you have to draft line. You yes, have you to have draft to. offensive and line. And it, it all circles back to that. Yeah. It all circles back to that. What about the GM position? I think we have the same name because we've said it before. Lewis Riddick. It's Lewis Riddick. It's, Please give me Lewis Now, Riddick. I, I think that Lewis Riddick and Eric Bietam, Oh, if that happens, you're, you're immediately improved. Immediately. But the thing is, is... Which, and, I, and before you say your point, and I'm sorry, I wanted to bring no, this up, no. and I said this about Jay Gruden. There are, and we've talked about this several times on this show, there are a lot of coaches who are out of Great this world coordinators, coordinators and turn out to be horrible yeah. Head coaches. In fact, it feels like more often than not, coordinators don't make that jump. More often than not, we see coordinators seem to fail, and that would be my biggest concern with Bianami. No, I, and Flores is a proven head coach. He yeah. he's had as good a record as a lot of the teams in well, the league. I'm, I'm not. The I'm last not two years. I'm not saying that Flores is a horrible choice. I just like the Bianami choice better because it's no, no, from the offensive standpoint. Yeah, that's I all. That's all. I'd be totally fine with both. I'd, I'd applaud the Giants to it either. I think Lewis Riddick is the the runaway choice for anybody who needs a GM. I think yeah. that he's probably at the front of. I think he'll have a GM everybody's job. list. I and think I, he'll have a GM. And job. I actually have a hard time right now processing who would be second on that that list it's for the Giants for anybody because they're already interviewing. GM. Right, but I'm saying for anybody. I think the Colts GM is is getting a or the assistant GM is getting a yeah. bunch of calls, um, and the Titans assistant GM is getting a bunch of calls. And, and it's not that they're not deserving, but Lewis Riddick, the fact that he's not working in the NFL right now and he's working for ESPN, which, by the way, I do love him as a... As, uh, he has been know, fantastic. He's fantastic. And it would be sad to see him leave, but he needs another chance because he's so good at what he does. If you can explain to millions of people why something is a good move, then you shouldn't have any problem explaining it to one. Yes, the, the, or multiple or owners, multiple, but yeah. I get the point you're making. I, listen, we've said it for the whole season mm-hmm. that we thought Gettleman was going to be gone. And as the season progressed, it it was more and more obvious mm-hmm. that it was going to happen. Absolutely. And we've only said one name the whole time, and it's been Lewis Riddick. I've, I've wanted it for a long time. I, I don't have a top choice per se because there's a whole lot of – People in front offices that I don't know anything about, yep. assistant GMs. Uh, they, they're they're interviewing uh, Joe Schoen from the Bills, Ryan Poles from the Chiefs, Quentin Harris from the Cardinals. All these guys are you know player personnel guys. Uh, they're they're assistant GMs. There's not a lot of GMs available where they are already established general managers. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of those. So any of these guys, like Adam Peters from the 49ers, can all I, are already on the Giants. Can I throw a strange name out there that I don't I, I don't Fran Carthon, the son of Maurice Carthon? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good old Maurice. Fullback from the New York Football yeah, Giants. Like he's like yeah. I I remember him. Yeah. And now his sons in, come on. I'm going to say a name and Give it's it going to seem Crazy. Absolutely insane, but hear me out. Oh, Eli for GM for GM. I, I and not not 
Or or you bring him in as an assistant GM. So he's already involved in the front office right. doing a whole bunch of stuff. Well, and it, I think that's where he's happy. It, probably. Peyton? No, Peyton is going to be either an owner Payton? or a GM. We're on the same I'm not, page. I, I get, Eli has not shown me and at all that he could do that. But he hasn't shown anybody that he can't. We know he's intelligent. He is an intelligent quarterback. Oh my God, of course. People... People downplay his intelligence because of who his brother is. Yeah, no, listen, I am not knocking Eli, but I'm not hiring a GM that hasn't shown me he can do anything. But hear me out. If you're going to, if this is the shot that the Maras can take, where they're absolutely just going to throw caution, which I think they might, or they should take, throw caution to the wind, do everything you can. You can do any crazy thing you want right now. This is your one shot. Okay. Just do something off the wall. We're gonna we're gonna bring in Eli as an assistant GM slash Okay, so that 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 I'm I'm not as opposed to, but as GM, no well, shot. You, and and my I wanna thought go is, back my thought is more progressing to the GM, not immediate, but So I un- think that's already something they're working on because they already have him working in the front office, a lot of outreach, fan engagement, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um I wanna circle back on your you know, throw caution to the wind, you could do anything crazy. I actually cannot disagree with that more. You cannot do anything crazy right now. You have a fan base that has been as mad at you as they've ever been. Okay. This fan base is furious. Sure. You are the laughing stock of the league. Mm-hmm. One of them, but yeah, okay. A laughing stock. One of the uh, it's a short list. One of the bottom four. I'll yeah. give you that. Okay. And you need to you need to reestablish yourself as the pre, as a premier franchise in the National Football League. So get back to what you do best, and it. that's quality. Okay. Player personnel management and like. And and by the way, that is the opinion that I laugh at because it's old school and it's not progressive. Here, no, but here's I don't think they can go off the wall. Here's the pushback. I don't think so. Here's the pushback. Why? Because of the fans? Is it because of the fans? Is that that's that's one of the reasons? Yes. So what's another reason? Because of the fans. It's because of the fans. That's mostly. Okay. That's the easiest reason. So let yeah. me ask you. You're a diehard Giants fan. No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Doesn't matter. But okay. So that's one. The other thing that would possibly be a pushback is well, the NFL will just force you to get rid of your team. They the NFL is not getting rid of the Mars. They are the NFL. So where is the whole white? Why? Because the fa- the fans are going to come. The fans are going to watch. You're the NFL. You can do. You can. Do, Go crazy because you know what? If you hit on the on once, that's all you need. We saw what happened. The we've Giants missed for seven years. Okay, whatever it's been, ten years. Okay, and we've missed horribly. Okay, the clocks run out on playing games. I'm not disagreeing because of As because of Gettleman's actions. Mm-hmm. Gettleman's actions have mm-hmm. screamed of throwing caution but to the wind. Explain to me. The negative aspect of what could happen to the Maras slash the Giants. Your fans aren't leaving. The NFL is not going to make you get rid of your team. No, no you're no. not going to be successful. Which, yes, as a as a owner, you want to be competitive. I get it. There is a but short you, number of thirty two or thirty one 
owners of the league. Yep. No, it's 31. I'm not counting the Packers because they're not they don't have enough. Fair enough. Okay. 31 teams in the league. The number one thing that the owner of that team is above all else is a businessman. Yes. Okay. And he's going to realize I don't have to worry about losing. I can never lose money in Fair enough. This. Fair enough. So whatever I do, I can do. And if I miss, I miss. But if I don't take the, and I'm not going to use the quote. I know you hate the quote. I'm not going to take the shot. Oh my god! Stop it with that. No, no. I'm saying <laughs> it, it's it's not even a point of of if I don't take the shot, I won't miss. Just, I I have to take a shot somewhere in the National Football League. Let's say I don't know a third of the league, ten teams, and and we're not going to argue the number of teams, yeah. but there is a line less than half mm-hmm. where. You have the below that line, bunch of football teams. Mm-hmm. Some are laughing stock jokes for decades and decades and decades yeah. and decades. No. Some are pretty good, highs and lows all over the place. And then there's a line. Yeah. And above that line are the premier franchises. Call them original franchises for some of mm-hmm. them. The the highest number of Super Bowls. Pillars. The. the the league. Yeah. We're not going to argue what teams are on the list. Okay. But both of our teams are on the list. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You re- this is the risk. Mm-hmm. You run the risk of going below that line. No, you don't. There's a risk there. No, you don't. They, have, they are, are losing okay. ticket so sales. Here's, here's they haven't been in contention. They have the worst record over the so, past like four so years. The thing. What ticket? The ticket sales that they're losing are who? Because they're selling every NFL game sells out. Not, at, but but they don't show up. Uh, and okay. not, they don't just make it from ticket sales. They are losing money. They're not losing money. It's it's. But they're not making as much money as they should be. I, I agree. We're but, not. We're not. We're not. No, no, no. I agree. Shooting for what I'm saying there. though is, is you're talking about these lines of the you know, normal team. There are teams in the NFL that can be bad for a long time. We a decade. S- a decade. We've been bad for a decade. You, you, eh, not quite yet. You're almost there. The last Super Bowl was 10 years ago. Yeah, but you weren't a bad team for the, fir- the, yeah. the four years yeah. after. My point is, is that you can go... Teams like the Cowboys, the Niners, the Giants, there's certain teams that they can be bad for a very long time. And the fans well, are still... Going to be there. On your side of the fence, you brought up the Cowboys. And they have been not bad mm-hmm. year to year. Yeah. But disappointing yeah. year to year. Yeah, absolutely. And they're still relevant everywhere you go. So that's a feather in your yeah. cap. That's that's on your side. That's of just the my equation. point. I'm just saying if they want to take a chance, this is the opportunity. I don't think they should, and I don't think I, they will. I'm not I don't think yeah. that they should. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying I'm, if you're going to, this is the time. That's all. I am hopeful that they do the right thing. I and and I tip of the cap to you. I had not thought about the enemy. I would have gotten there because we've talked oh, about it so yeah. much. Yeah. I, I it was Flores and 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 I you know I tunnel visioned after that because there are so many possibilities. But you know like that uh, member of the Fist Bump Army GM first, which I'm happy to interview. Yeah. I can do it via Zoom. I can I'll I'll come to New York or New Jersey wherever you happen to be. Mr. Mara, I will gladly meet. We'll, we'll hang out and have lunch. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. A number of other coaches were also fired. Mm-hmm. Um, 
whether we agree or disagree is a whole long conversation that we just don't have. <laughs> we will bend you here for hours on all of that. I, I think it essentially comes down to these ones. One, Brian Flores never should have been fired. He shouldn't have been. And I, like I said, again, I want to circle back on this. I think before before I bring Biennemi into the conversation, I think Flores being available may have pushed the Maras into this firing. Yeah, no, I, that's I can go with that. Um, I think Matt Nagy could have gone one way or the other. Yeah. It, I not, think him and Zimmer, we both yeah. were, were confident that yeah. it could go a certain way. Uh, Vic Fangio, I feel bad about because he just had a horrible situation. It, and we said he should stay, but yeah. we could see him leaving. Um, and as far as the Raiders go, I think Basakia needs to be... <laughs> He needs to be the coach. I mean, after after making the play, like be. yeah, he has to be. They need to give him a chance because he's obviously proven that he has that locker room. Yes. So, and and we'll see how it goes here in the playoffs. Which that that right there is a professional segue into our 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 actual conversation. Yeah. Here today, it's it's that time of year. Super wild card weekend. As we approach that, we are we are in the playoffs for the National Football League, and this is where we're going to break it all down. We're going to talk about the games. We have six games this weekend. We have three on Saturday, two no two on Saturday. Excuse me, two, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and then the inaugural wild card game on Monday Night Football. Which I have to believe we're going to go live during that, right? Like, am I, I mean, spoiling that? I mean, I feel like. I mean, I'll see. I'll see how I'm feeling. I'll see how I'm feeling. We have some great matchups. We're going to go in the order in which the games are going to be played. So we're going chronologically. We're starting with the Saturday game, four thirty Eastern in Cincinnati, bringing up those Raiders that you just spoke of, the the fifth seed Raiders with that. Unbelievable game! I was hoping. I was. I was just. They were going to tie. I was like, just. They were going to tie. I don't think that they could have. I really don't think that they They, could. No, no. I I know. They've come out and said we were running the clock out, and Staley called that timeout, and they went, "All right, fine." Well, now I do think it was smart of the Raiders to do that Hmm. to win that game because otherwise they were going to Kansas City. Yeah, and you're you're drawn dead there. And, and they actually have a shot in this game, so let's talk about it. The number five uh, seed Raiders against the four seed Cincinnati Bengals, four thirty Eastern on NBC. As I have it, the Bengals are five and a half point favorites in this game yeah. at home. I, uh, you're going to hear this a lot as we go through these games, but this is a rematch of a Week 11 game where the Bengals, uh, they won it pretty handily, 32-13. to I believe that game was in Vegas as well. This one is in Cincinnati. Uh, I I don't know what to expect in this game. I mean, I expect Jamar Chase to get the ball. That That's legitimately the only thing that I could think of. I mean, I think Mixon's going to have a game. I think the potential's there. Um... The, the Raiders are really weird versus the run. Some games they're really, really good against yeah. the run, and yeah. some games they're really, really bad against the run. So, I mean, if there's a running back who can have a successful game against almost anybody in the league, it's, it's Joe Mixon. In that Week 11 game, yeah. Mixon had 123 yards on 30 mm-hmm. carries and two touchdowns. Full rushing of 159 yards for the team. Yeah. 
they, they, they had their way with him. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it helps when you have one of the best receiving cores that we've seen this year. Pretty good. With Joe Burrow, who's shattering all kinds of team records. Oh, yeah. And it was in that last matchup, and I'm just going to keep referencing that because mm-hmm. it's all we have to go off of between these two teams. He didn't have to do much. It was all running. No. Well, he only threw for 148 yards and a touchdown. It was a it was the Joe it was a Joe Mixon special. Well, it was it was the simple threat of how are you going to stop? They 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 decided to play too deep. Yeah, they played too deep. They played seven in the box, and Joe Mixon can feast on that. He ate him up. So the problem with that now for the Raiders is well, the only way that you can fix that is you play a single high, and then you got eight in the box, and then. Free. Who's going to stop Boyd? Who's going to stop Higgins? Who's going to stop Chase? No, I, I think I think so. they're going to target the the passing game uh, on a, from a defensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to. You have, you have to. to. You absolutely have to. You can't because they will they will scorch this Vegas defense if they. Well, don't. not just that. This Vegas offense cannot keep up. No. Darren Waller, no. who, who's a great tight end, you know how much I yes. love Darren Waller. He he's banged up. He's not as fast as he normally is. Ruggs is obviously gone. Yes, Hunter is. Renfro, as great as great. he's been this year, he can't do this alone. No. So you're going to have to win this game with Josh Jacobs. I was just going to say, J- Jacobs has to win this you game. You have to do And the only way that you can do that is if you make it so that Cincinnati can only use Mixon. And it's just one for one. Let's see who the better running back is. I think Vegas is going to, and we're probably going to hear this throughout the, the playoffs, They're gonna ha- you got to keep that offense off the field. Yeah. And the way you do that is by running the ball. Or letting them score really fast when they're not on the field that I long. mean, I suppose. I'm just saying. There's I two suppose, ways. I suppose a shootout keeps them off the field. No, you have to yeah. you have to keep them off the field as much as possible. And then two deep safety. Don't let them beat you over the top. Yeah. Make it all short passes. Make Jamar Chase work. Make, make Burrow work. This yeah. is going to be yeah. his... He, this is new for Joe Burrow yeah. in the NFL. Make him yep. work, and and all these young quarterbacks that are coming up. Fine, I'll put two over the top. Put everything in front of me, and I'm going to make you walk down this field as slow as possible. Yeah. And eventually, statistically speaking, you're going to make a mistake. Yeah, we're not going to pick the games yet. Right, we're going to save that for the end. But we do know that. Like I said, the spread is five and a half points. Second game. Second game, I think, is a very interesting game. You have the number six seed New England Patriots at the three seed Buffalo Bills. 8-15 on CBS. Yet again, it is a rematch. This, of course, being a divisional matchup where they faced off twice. And they split the season series with the road team winning both games. Including one of the worst games. One of the worst football games we've ever seen, which I think you take out that weather and Buffalo blows them out in that game. In that game. Because Mac Jones couldn't do anything. Now, weather played a factor, but I would have given the edge to Buffalo in that game. Absolutely. It took away their strength. Anyway, it's still the Patriots. It's still Bill Belichick. It's still a young Josh Allen. It's a young Buffalo Bills team. But it's going to put a lot of pressure on Mac Jones to see what he's able to do against this Buffalo defense. 
Yeah, I, I I wish that I could get like more descriptive or more, even more excited about it. But I mean, as as much as I love these rivalry games, this one just both games that they played this year were not not great. They were kind of boring in a way. Well, the one, second one game, was because of weather. Was one was because of weather. The second game was better, but it was still. It's it's obvious that Bill Belichick just knows how to coach against quarterbacks like Josh Allen. I mean that that's a given. Well, Bill Belichick just knows how to coach. No, I know, but he something about when when Belichick is across the sidelines from Josh Allen, even when he has a bad team, Josh Allen just has a hard time playing against a Belichick coach sure. team. But Mac Jones really, I don't think, I don't even think in college the pressure that he had in the championship games that he was in for them is going to compete with. What he's gonna see in this game? Oh, it's totally different. Just like Joe Burrow, this is—it's totally different. But, but with, at with, this level, but with Mac, I think it's a little different with Mac too, though, because at least Burrow has other people he can rely on. Sure, sure. Mac Jones has nobody. Like, it, it, who's who's he gonna rely on when when things start going bad? He doesn't have a security blanket. He, he has running backs, but they're not the greatest. The wide receiver core we've been saying for the past two three years for the Patriots is just horrible. Um, oh yeah, no, they haven't had they haven't had a good wide receiving core in yeah. a decade. So the only thing that you can rely on is your coach, and yes, he's the greatest coach in, in the, ever in, in uh, the NFL. Arguably one of the greatest coaches in any sport ever. So y- you got to rely on that. But the second that this game comes down to can Mac Jones do this, I I don't know. I have zero confidence that it can. I, I guess that that's sure. the best way to say we, it. We it. haven't seen it. Yeah. So I want to throw this out there. Two games. One was pretty good. One was terrible. And why was that terrible game terrible? The weather. You know what the temperature is supposed to be for this game? It's supposed to be horrible. Negative one degrees is, yeah. the hot, is, is what it's supposed to get to Saturday night. Negative one. With a little bit of wind. That is going to be a cold game. Western and by New the way, York. By the way, the high during the day is nine degrees. So that's not like it's a it's suddenly gonna get cold. It's gonna be cold all night the night before, all day. It's gonna be cold. And uh, we've played in cold. Remember running in that stuff? Yes. Yes I do. Very, very well. Let me tell you, that ground gets hard. Yep. Those hits hurt a little mm, bit more. Yep. And that's where the quarterbacks are gonna run into issues. And if you look at the two quarterbacks, one's big and strong, the other's not as big and strong. Mac Jones is going to get hit hard, and yeah. and I see that defense. Uh, that if I was on the defense, I would throw everything at Mac Jones. Oh, I'd be throwing I would, all, I all would kinds be, of blitz packages, oh God, stunts, like hesitant blitzes, every, everything that I could do. Let him beat you deep. Let let it happen. You hit him enough, you're gonna be. You're gonna, he's gonna feel it. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't half. be surprised if if we didn't see a couple all outs. Oh, hundred percent. Listen, I would consider doing that on the first play of the game. Oh, yeah. Send everybody. Safety I'd, I'd, blitz. I'd love our perfect Full scenario speed. where the first play the Patriots do is they just chuck it deep. The yeah. first thing the play action, do is just everybody. Play action all, with an all-out blitz. Oh, my God. that'd be. And if he has the time, he can make it happen. Yeah. But I guarantee you he's not looking for an all-out blitz on that nah, first game. Nah. First, And it's probably going to be a run. Damian Harris. And blow him up. Fine. Send your guys Full speed, yeah. hit those, put those linemen right on their tail. Everything they have. I think the weather's going to play a factor, which hurts the Bills' chances significantly. 
because it evens things out. Yeah. It just yeah. evens things out. Weather, cold, snow, rain, whatever it is, changes the dynamic. It changes what you have to do. And it leans towards a run game. And if there is a weakness on that Buffalo Bills offense, it's the run game. Yeah. Now, they have a run game with their quarterback, which helps, but overall that run game is not the strength. It's not the strength, and it's they don't really know their identity yet. Like they're not bad yeah. running backs. Zach yeah. Moss and Devin or, uh, Singletary. Singletary. I was right. It's Devin Singletary. Yep. They're they're good running backs, and they've had their moments. But, but they're not premier. Running they're backs. not premier they're not. running backs. Your premier running back on your team is your quarterback. This is a passing team. Yeah. They 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 look to throw the ball mm-hmm. down the field, potentially open it up in the red zone for uh, Josh Allen to run it in, and that's mm-hmm. all well and good. But they are not a running team. No. And if it's that cold and if there's snow involved, they're going to have to be a running team. Yeah. It's just how it works. Now, New England, traditionally, a pretty good running team. Yeah. And with a, with a rookie quarterback, you want to lean on your run game in this situation. That does it for the Saturday games. Let's move to Sunday. Sneaky, arguably the most intriguing game of the weekend. Right here. One o'clock on Fox, the number seven seed Eagles visiting the number two seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending champion. I'll, I, I don't consider them the, they're the reigning champions. Yeah, because you're not defending yeah. until you make it back to yeah, the yeah. Super Bowl. They are the reigning champions against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yet another rematch as the Buccaneers won in week six. 28 to 22. But the Eagles came back from that and they they had a great end of the season and snuck into the playoffs. Much to everybody's surprise. Well, yeah, they finished the season what? 7 for 10? 7 and 4. 7 and 4. Okay. Yeah, yeah. since the loss to uh the Raiders. Yep. Yep. And and right before that was the one to the Bucks. Uh I don't know if they've really found their way yet. I don't know if they know what kind of team you they are. You about the Eagles? The Eagles. So my point was going to be the exact opposite. In that first game, they didn't know who they were. I, they were trying to throw the ball all over the place. Oh, and no. Okay. since that game, they've, they've they are a run team. Yeah, yeah. I, but I don't think, one, I don't think that they have uh, all the confidence in the world. They have none. In Jalen Hurts. They have none. Um, and I'm not sure that, what is it, uh... Gardner Minshew is the backup, if Correct. I remember correctly. I I, I know they don't. We're going to see him in this game. Well, we are going to see him in this game. If they do play their game, which is hand the ball off, run, 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 short, run, you know, beat it over the top, or or screens. They're, yep. they're big on screens too. I they can they can put up points, but I I don't see them stopping this Tampa Bay offense, even without. Uh, I think Godwin's back, but I think Evans is out now. Correct. Uh, no, Godwin's out. It's the other way around. Okay. Godwin's out. Godwin's Evans is out. back. Evans is back. Okay. But Evans is basically alone because you also lost your MVP. Oh, yeah. Gr- yeah, yeah Gr- no, Gronk is there. Yeah, nope. Antonio Brown. Uh, we're not talking Antonio about Brown We're not talking about no longer on this We are not talking about Officially it. speaking, yeah. he is no longer on the But I, I, I think Tampa's Which just, hurts them, by the way. It does. But I think it's Tampa's just going to do what they did in last year's playoffs and ride Leonard Fournette. And, and if... And this and this is a point that you made before we started recording. We're making a lot of these conversations without knowing injuries. Right. Right, right now, Leonard Fournette is in doubt. 
for this game. For his ankle still? Yes. Oh, I thought that they Shaq Barrett is in doubt. Levante David is... Like, there's injuries. All I'm saying is there's intrigue in this game. Yes. Okay, so... If the Patriots get back with their support, or Patriots, wow, I'm thinking wow. Tom Brady, okay. I was going to let you ride that out. <laughs> I, I leaned into the mic and said, nope, let's go. Let's talk about the Patriots if again. The, if the Bucks have the <laughs> weapons that they're supposed to have for this game, I'm not counting Godwin. Yep. I'm obviously well, not Godwin's out, yeah. Then they should run away with this. If the injuries are as bad as if David's not playing, if Fournette's not playing, if uh, – uh, why am I not thinking of uh, I don't know who you're trying Vito to Vay. If he's not he's playing. playing. I think he's good. Shaq Barrett is the one. Shaq Barrett. That's the other one I'm thinking of. If he's not playing, they're going to have a hard time stopping the run. It's eight and a half points is the spread last I saw. The Buccaneers are favored by eight and a half points. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's especially a lot without knowing what's going on. That's a lot of points. And that's why I brought up to you before. Like, we're going to make these decisions on yeah. who we're going for. And yeah. yeah, we are. That's what's going to happen. We're on the same page. We're making our picks, I don't, I don't and we're making this. them early. All right. Right here. That's what we do. I know. It's what we do. Man. Next game. Yeah, we're just going to blow through it. Right. I mean, what, we're not I making mean, the picks. We don't, have to, we don't have to talk about the next game. Let's, we're making the picks later. Let's talk about the next game. And next, eight let's talk about the 8 o'clock game. The next game is the 4.30 game on CBS, and by the way, also on Nickelodeon. I know. Listen, I'm watching it on Nickelodeon. I just said to you, of course you are. I just said to my wife today, the the kids, because I have I have some some children in my house, just a few, and they have shown interest in learning about football, which you know as well as anybody in this world. <sighs> that makes me so happy. That makes me so happy because I have four daughters, and they are not just four now. Just four. Wasn't it like thirty-seven? Nope, it was. That implies that I lost children, and I don't really oh, like yeah, that. No, thought. That sounds horrible. Really yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, On second thought. <laughs> so the, I have four daughters. Two of them, they're, they're, the twins are three years old, so mm. they're, they're they're you know early on. But the older two are old enough to to if they want to know about sports, and they've shown little to no interest. And I've been very good. I guess, about not pushing it. But lately, they've actually been asking me questions about football. And there are a few things in this world that make me happier than them going, why does this say second and eight? Well, I'll tell you why it says second and eight. Why don't you come on over here, and I want you to look at these chains. And they got the uh, they got the number there, and there's four downs. And technically, you don't have to take four downs. You can do three downs. And I just go down this rabbit hole oh, yeah, of course. where I explain the entire and game you of like, football. And, and uh, 17 minutes later, I go, any questions? <laughs> They're like, I didn't hear a word you just said. Where's, where's the eight come from? <laughs> so where am I getting? Where am I going with this? Nickelodeon did this last year. Yeah. It was the Saints and the Bears, as yeah. I recall, yeah. and they did a spectacular job of gearing the game towards children for the for the traditional old school pain in the ass fans. They hated every second of it. But when you think about what they, what the NFL is trying to do, they're trying to build towards the, the children, get the younger generation involved. Yep. It's absolute genius. And they're doing it again. So I told my wife, the kids have plans at 430 because I want to watch this game on Nickelodeon with the kids. You're going to. So anyway. So, so let me get this correct. Your, your children. My children. Are going to be watching the Cowboys. No, they're going to be watching uh, the, the Nickelodeons. <laughs> <laughs> what 
teams that we don't talk about well, them. Listen, we we can't watch the Giants, can we? I mean, no, we're watching playoffs. That's what we're watching. Watch but who are the Cowboys playing? I mean, the number six seed San Francisco 49ers, the hottest team on the planet right now. I don't know that I agree with that. They statement, are, but they are hot. That that is what I will give you. I'm not I'm not diving into whether they're the hottest team. They are hot against the three seed Dallas yeah. Cowboys. And yes, this is the second NFC East team that I have to talk about in the playoffs. They're at 4:30 on CBS and Nickelodeon. Like I said, yet another. Now this is not a re- this one isn't a rematch. This one is not a rematch. Yeah, Cowboys didn't play the Niners. They didn't play each other. So I didn't think so. The You're few, the one that said they did. This is an all-time rivalry game. Yes. And this that is something we discussed. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Was that last day? No, that was on... Uh, was last, last week. Last week, yeah. yeah. We talked about rivalries, and this is one of them because of the... the and that's a question that we talked about last night on the uh, Instagrams. My, my daughter asked me what rivalries that's are, right. and we had yeah. talked about it. This is a storied playoff rivalry. The Cowboys are currently favored at home by three points. Strictly a pick'em with home field. In advantage. theory, that in yeah. theory, it's it's right around a pick'em on a neutral field. Though, if I had to put point spread on, I would probably pick Cowboys minus one or two on a neutral field. If I if I were setting the odds, the opening odds would be uh. right in the Cowboys one or two. Close. Pick them, I could be convinced. I'd probably lean towards the Cowboys on a neutral field. Yeah, yeah. and as the game's going, every small thing would would flip-flop. It's just immediate. I'm just saying opening line. No, no, I know. know. I'm I'm, I'm processing everything. Like, yeah, I'd probably... I, I would probably give a point to the Cowboys. So what I'm now going to do, which you are completely unaware of until I say it, is is I'm going to lean back, and I'm going to ask you... To break down this game. No, we're good. What's the next game? <laughs> Here's the thing. And, and I didn't realize it truly until the Super Bowl a couple years ago, Niners Chiefs. I remember that game. I can't in Which, by the way, during that game, the Fistball Boys celebrated their 10th episode. Yeah, that was a We celebrated our 10th episode during that. And here we are, episode 74. Continue. I can't enjoy playoff football when it's my team. That seems ridiculous. I, it does. It seems it's stressful. Absolutely and I get that. insane. And it's. I, I think it's because every time that the Niners are in it, recently, I'll say the past 15 years, I really don't think that at the beginning of the season I had huge expectations for them. Okay, that's fair. And then. As the they build it up, build it up, build it up. So much better, so much. And this year, I thought it was different because we started bad, and I was like, you know what? The expectations are gone, and I, 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 I guess that I can enjoy everything that's going on. Just when you thought you got out, it, that's <laughs> what it is. Pull and, you and, back in. <laughs> and I was talking to one of my coworkers today. He's a huge Cowboys fan, and I was like, "Hey, you ready for the big game this week?" And, and he's like, "It's the Cowboys, man. I have no expectations." And well. I, I'd literally so we talked th- about that earlier. Well, and I literally thought about. It. I'm like, I have so many expectations for the 49ers yes, right you now. Do. Like, we're not expected truly to do anything. You were as a fan. You weren't expected. There's a different expectation yes, yes, now. Yes. Which, by the way, is proven in that three point spread. Yeah. If you would, if you had said it at, at midway through the season that these two teams are going to face off in the playoffs, 
What's the spread going to be? I probably say Cowboys by seven. Yeah, yeah. And and but it's now, only three. Now it's there, and I truly find myself like Trent Williams might be gone. If he's gone, everything goes out the window. Ayuka is is finally stepping up, but how much do they really trust him? Debo Samuel. Who's going to quarterback? Well, Who is going to quarterback? I th- you put Jimmy G in. You have to put Jimmy G in. I think Jimmy G's your starter. I think he's But you there. bring in Trey Lance. Trey Lance you, plays in this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to. If only to give you him experience. You have a package. It, no, no. Forget experience. I, you have a package for him in this game. Well, you yes. Yes. But I'm saying for the, the smallest reason is he needs some experience. You, yes. you let him get. Listen, if the game gets out of hand, to bring him in and let yeah, him of run it out. But even then, like even if the game's close, like you said, you have a package for him. Oh, you the have the skills to. that he has, yes. right next to Debo Samuel, who and this that year... Was, that was what I was going to say. ...turned into the most versatile weapon along outside... With, of, along with Kittle? Yeah, outside of Taysom oh Hill, God. I mean... Oh, God. You had to. You had to <laughs> I, do it. You had, had to, to do it. had to throw it in there. Oh, but my God. No, Debo Samuel has... They're rounding into shape, and all that all that keeps coming into my mind as it, when I'm trying to look at this and trying to analyze it from from a, a an analyst perspective, not a fan perspective. Which is hard. Which it is hard, especially for me, Mr. Homer. <laughs> all, all I think of is, if Trent Williams gone, there's no point. Like, all of this is, is fruitless if Trent Williams is gone. And the fact that we don't know for yeah. sure yeah. is causing me such agita. I- so now from the other side, set number one scoring offense on, on Dallas yeah. in the league. Yep. It, in fact, they scored the most points in their team's history. Yes. After they put up 51 against the Eagles back up. 55 two weeks before that? Uh, yeah. No, they, it, was, it, was, uh, it was 50s, a couple 50 burgers. Yep. They also have a great defense. So, so hold on. And, and I'm going to push back because you've been pushing back a little bit on this, too. They have an opportunistic defense. Micah Parsons is not opportunistic. No, no, Micah Parsons. He is a great yes, yes, Michael Parsons. player. But as far as the rest of that, Van, Van, Van Der Esch and, and no, it, we're talking about Diggs. We're talking about Diggs. No, I'm talking about the whole defense. That whole defense gives up, with the exception of Micah Parsons, who's a lot of yards. They a give lot up of a yards. lot of yards. They had a lot of big plays. So, so my counter to that then is, and by the way, you're right. Very opportunistic. Diggs gives up the most yards we've ever yep. seen, but you put that ball close to him, yep. and he's taking it away, and oftentimes taking it to the house. It's kind of Jimmy G's thing, isn't it? He, he, yeah, he's a little, yeah. he's a little all over the yeah. place there. Yeah, and, and and I have some concern, but the Niners aren't a pass-heavy team. They're, no, they're run-oriented. They're smash-mouth football. A little bit of trickery with Debo and Ayuk, but I, I'm not. They have a, I think they have enough weapons that it's going to take the Cowboys. Yes, full effort yes. to like. And, this is not a standard team. And if it was a standard team. Standard old school team. I think the Cowboys would eat their lunch. Yes, yeah. but given the weapons that the that the 49ers have, and we talked about it, Debo, mm-hmm. Kittle, even bringing Lance in in red zone and short and short yardage situations, that will I think provide enough. I don't want to say confusion because I don't mean mm-hmm. that, but 
uh, we'll use that word enough confusion that they're not going to be able to pin their ears back, and they're they're gonna they're they're gonna be able to try some trick plays on on the mm-hmm. the 49ers offense. They're gonna misdirection. It's gonna it's not gonna be as easy as the Cowboys wish it would. Well, be. I I'm looking at this game from two things are gonna really decide this game. One, it's gonna be the the Cowboys offensive line versus the Niners front four. Correct. Um, and I'm, and I'm not saying I'll say the front six because the two backups and the rotation, yeah, yeah. whatever. So that everybody understands. Yep. The other thing is going to be the 49ers secondary versus against those receivers, those receivers. the Cowboys. Yes, and that's that's those two things are going to. I decide think that's this the game. number one. Is, that, it is, is it is. is I left I left that for the end because yeah. those receivers they can. There's no Gallup. They, I was just going to say they did lose Gallup, and that hurts. But he's what third, fourth on the list. Well, he's third, and and they brought in. Um, oh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? He had a, he had an amazing past two games. He came in. He, he has like three or four touchdowns. Uh, uh, this is we'll amazing. get there. Radio. We'll get there. Cedric Wilson. Yes, he in against the Eagles. He ate. He yeah. ate. So if if those three are able to to, I'm not even going to say get behind the secondary of the Niners because the Niners don't. Generally, let big plays by like that. Yeah, but if they, if they can get their one catches, blown coverage, that's it. And yeah. With any of these receivers, yeah. and and I don't think that that Zeke or Pollard is going to be that. They're they're going to be decoys. I think mainly for this because I think the Cowboys realize that they're gonna have to go over the top. I think they're gonna less decoys, but play they're action. Gonna, they're gonna soften the defense up. That they're going to go back and forth between the two. I don't think either of them is going to have all the carries. If they're smart, I'm assuming th- Pollard's not injured because he's questionable yep. right now. Assuming they're both in there, there's going to be run, 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 and then they're just setting up that play action to put it over the top. I think Dak wants to prove that he can take this team to the next level. I think that's what we're going to do, which could lead well, and, to mistakes. And, and this is the worst team I this think is a that terrible matchup. That against because terrible matchup. It, the whole defense is coming together. The whole defense is healthy. Yeah. Armstead is learning how to play opposite of Bosa. Bosa is Bosa. Bosa is Bosa. This defense is yeah. is just as as willing to take advantage of the mismatches as the Cowboys is. I'm so. With you. If Dak can beat them, I'll tip him my cap. I, I'm not saying that he absolutely can. Yeah, and hit the path. The path for the 49ers to win this game, in my opinion, is confusing. And I said this before: mm-hmm. confusing the the defense of the Dallas Cowboys. You have to use Debo Samuel in ways that. They can't predict. Well, and you have to. You have to use that three-headed monster in the backfield. Yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to make Kittle a part of this game, and you have to. You need chaos. Yes. You need chaos. Yes. Which is not to say you need it to be a ridiculously crazy game, but for your style of play, you yeah. need chaos in order to have your path of least resistance mm-hmm. to a win. The Cowboys, on the other hand, need the exact opposite. Complete order. The they Cowboys need to, need to play this their game. Yeah. Just play football. And that, by the way, I don't think is easy is going to be easy for Dak. He needs to mm-hmm. settle in. He needs to hand the ball off. He needs to throw well, not, to the open receiver. But it's not just don't Dak. Don't force it's, the ball. It's that young 
People don't realize how young this Cowboys defense it's is. It's extremely. The two best players are are rookies. The are three rookies. best players yeah. are rookies. The other yeah. outside, uh, the, the other cornerback. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name now too. But you're doing really bad with that. I know, you? I know. But it, it, the, the the best players on this Cowboys defense is so young, and and the playoffs is where you start to see crazy things happen. And things that these players have never seen before. So it's going to be real interesting to see how McCarthy is able to to wrangle this defense together and let them know, just stay in your lane, yeah. stay on your man, stay on your zone, whatever it is, and just stay home. Yep. Because they're going to try and make Settle you leave. down. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And by the way, clock management – Hopefully doesn't play a factor for the Cowboys because he has had a rough go with it, and he I mean, being Shanahan's not really the best with it either. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Last game on Sunday, the seven seed Pittsburgh Steelers sneaking into the playoffs get the privilege of going to Kansas City to face off with the number two seed Kansas City Chiefs. A fifteen on NBC. Possibly Ben Roethlisberger's last game of his career, and we're going to say this until until it's all said and done because we said this last week that it was going to be his last game. Uh, Chiefs are sitting at twelve and a half point favorites, largest spread of the weekend. Uh, I like I said earlier, I think the Raiders dodged a bullet when they beat the Chargers. Because if they had gone to a tie, they'd be going to Kansas City. And it feels like right now Kansas City is firing on all cylinders. And you're drawn dead no matter who you are, in my humble opinion. Yeah. And I I see, not to spoil it, and, and by the way, they just played. This is a rematch from just two weeks ago. At which point the Chiefs won 36-10. to 10. I feel feel like, not to spoil our picks, but I feel like with screams of that all over again. The Steelers are just happy to be here. Like let, being, I, I don't know that they're happy to be in this game. They're I, happy to be in the playoffs. Yes, they're that's not what I'm happy saying. to be in this game. No, but they're just happy to, to be part of the tournament at this point because realistically, since the first week of the season, the Steelers have been out of it. They shouldn't be here. They should not be here. And Ben Roethlisberger's is... We always talk about that triumvirate of, of quarterbacks drafted, oh, for, Eli, yeah. Eli, Phillip, and, and Ben. And Phillip didn't get his send-off in San Diego. Nope. Eli didn't get his or send-off. Well, well the team that he I should know. be. I know. You know, Eli didn't get his playoff send-off in New York. Ben got his. Yes, he did. And and it, it cements a little bit more the legacy of he, he's probably the greatest of the three. Uh, I think so. Not the best. So, and, and and we can dive into this, but here's my counter. One of those quarterbacks, and by the way, I'm not a homer, mm-hmm. but one of those quarterbacks beat the best team and the best quarterback in yeah, the history yeah, of this league, yeah. and the other could never beat that exact team. No, I, I, And by the way, I still think lost both of his Super Bowls. But, but he has the rings. I'm just anyway, saying. No, he didn't score against the, the Seahawks on that quarterback sneak. His knee was down, but they didn't review it. And I still think Santonio Holmes' what, feet what I'm down saying is, against the Cardinals. What I'm, okay, you're, you're going <laughs> off on a tangent. I'm just saying. What I'm saying is is he's made sure. He didn't make he's sure. All but, he's all of him. He's all of him. No, no, Come on. but he, he 
is the only quarterback among those three to make the playoffs in his final season. Whatever he sure. does in the, in these playoffs, okay. it, it's... Do you give him a shot? Yeah. Oh, to win? No. Yeah. No, no, no. no. All right. Spoiler yeah. alert. This yeah. is an easy game to call. Yeah. The Chiefs have too many weapons. The, the I think Steelers they, I think, have none. I think they might get the spread. They might cover. Yeah. Like, they might cover. I, and, a little spoiler. And even then, like... Might. Might. Let's go to Monday night. Monday night is another divisional matchup. Five-seed Cardinals, four-seed Rams, 8-15 on ESPN. Getting the playoffs. Rams are four-point favorites at home. All the home teams are favored, as we expected they would be. They split the season, much like... The Patriots and the Bills mm-hmm. that we discussed earlier, the visiting team won uh, won both those matchups. I don't think they're going to get D-Hop back. No, I don't, I don't no. Think from what I understand, he's not coming back yet. Yeah. Uh, the Rams didn't back their way in, but they lost their last game, which allowed your 49ers to get in. Uh, the Cardinals also lost their last game, which allowed the Rams to hold on to the divisional title, which put this game in Los Angeles as opposed to in Arizona. Yeah. This is a hard game to call. This is a difficult game because there are injuries involved, there are great players involved, and there are players who have never been here before at the most important position on the field. And it's on really, both sides. On, that's what I'm saying. On both sides. And because of that, we have no idea what to expect. Some of these teams, yeah. we know what to expect because they've been there before. These guys haven't. They haven't. But I think in a situation like this, when you have both quarterbacks, they've never been to this environment before, you have to lean on the coach. Which one of them has been here before? Who has who has been there is Sean McVay. Yes. He knows what to expect from these playoffs. He knows what to expect from his team. And there are some veterans on this team who have well, been to the mountaintop. And that's where or was, at least near it. And that's what I was gonna say is the most important player, the best player on that field is Aaron Donald. Yes. And he's he's been to a Super Bowl. He's been in a defensive yep. you know, player of the year. He's been the got best. Von of, Miller out there Von too. Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, like yeah. you you have experience, depth, a, a great coach, which I think that we can safely say McVay can be put in a great category. Oh yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Uh and you have a quarterback who's been trying to prove this point for 15 years. His whole career. Yeah. Since Georgia, yeah, yeah, go dogs! Yeah, I'm sure he's happy. He's very, very happy. But so, he's focused on money. Oh yeah, night. absolutely. So I, I, I think that that I was about to say St. Louis. I think that the Rams have a little more confidence coming into this, but the, the Cardinals have a little bit more. You don't really know what to expect, so you can't expect anything. Who has more pressure? I think it's the, the Rams. Rams. Yeah, it's I think it's the Rams. the Rams, and I think it's because of Matthew Stafford. Because yeah. of his career, yeah. never yeah. done this before. Kyler Murray's never done it, but he's two years well, in. Well, it's not just Matt Stafford. It's everything that's happened with the Rams so far this year. So up and down. The signing of OBJ, the, the situation so with Robert Woods. It, yeah. yeah, it's just... And the fact of how bad they were. Last, I mean, I don't want to say bad, but 
compared to how good they were supposed to be last year, as bad as they were. So both of these teams have had incredible high points and were firing on all cylinders this year. Mm -hmm. And then both stumbled. Both of these teams stumbled for whatever reason at multiple times during the season. So I actually think the confidence level on both sides is a little shaky. And when you add in the familiarity between these two teams, they've already played twice and they split. This is... This yeah. is a tough game. Yep. This yeah. is a tough game to call, which is probably why it's on Monday night. Yeah. The Chiefs obviously get Sunday night, even though I think that could be the worst game on the docket. The Chiefs between the Chiefs and the Steelers. I mean, we'll from s- an entertainment standpoint. Yeah, we'll we'll save that prediction for the predictions. Well, let's let's do it. All right. What do you want? So here's what we're gonna do. Every week, we do the fist bump five, our favorite segment, right? Yeah. I just want to recap. We don't have to. We don't have to. Just no, 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 no. It's for the good of. Just move on. But no, no, no. I want to. I want. I want everybody to understand. Listen, I'm comfortable with it. Go look at it on our website. You'll see the scores. I, anyway, I'm let's... okay with them knowing. Like, I have nothing to hide. We should have nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. There's just no point in talking about it. You know, I th- I think there is a point. I think there is a point. And what is that point? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Josh finally won something. Uh, no, hold, hold, you, you hold on one second, young man. I won the fist bump five again. That's two and zero. Oh. Much like your two and zero oh in other sports. <laughs> I was gonna say, but tell you what. Let's we just, finished the regular season. Let's I flip for it. It's 50-50. But the flipping for it would have to overcome more than just a game. I finished 46-43-1 with a win percentage of 51.67%. You finished 45 and 45. It was rigged. An even 50%. Which, by the way, thinking back to last season, I finished at an even 50%. It was rigged. Last year as well. We combined for 91, 88, and 1. Uh, this past week, you went 1 and 4. I went 2 and 3. We combined to finish 50.83%. We still would have won your money if you bet an even amount of money on every single game that we bet. God, so, this is good. Vegas is very good. That's why there are monuments built with the money that we lose. So, every week during the regular season, we picked five games against the spread. We called it the Fist Bump Five. We're going to keep that going through the playoffs. But it's not going to be the Fist Bump Five. We're going to still call it the Fist Bump Five because that's the name of the segment. But it's not. We're going to pick every game. We're going to pick every game, winner and against the spread. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to go back in time here, and we're going to start back in, in the order. Uh, I might not do it in the order in which it plays. I think I'm going <laughs> yeah. to take yeah, some I know creative control. I know here. what you're going to do. So we're going to start with the first game, though, which is the Los Angeles Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me, at the Cincinnati Bengals. As a reminder, it is at 4.30 on Saturday on NBC. The spread is currently the Cincinnati Bengals minus five and a half. So where we're going to start is first, who is going to win this game? Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals or the Las Vegas Raiders? Oh, I'm starting this? You are starting. 
I think Cincinnati. I think we both agreed Cincinnati's going to win this game. I think a lot of it is going to be the Raiders are tired. That was an exhausting game, short, short-term yeah, week, because they played the night game on Sunday, and now they're the early game Plus on all Saturday. Plus, emotion in that game, ton of yeah. emotion. I think they're spent, and Cincinnati's a better team. Yes, plain and simple, a better team, yeah. more weapons, better offense, Man, better they, defense. They turned that corner quick. Yes, they did. Yes, they did, and they did it the right way. The yep. way that I said, yep. you got to build around the young quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. Now we both agree the Bengals are going to win this game. What about with the five and a half point spread? Are you still taking the Bengals minus five and a half, or do you think the Raiders will be able to keep it close? I I think that the Bengals are going to be able to to cover the spread. We are eye to eye. I think this is going to be a ten to thirteen point victory yeah. for the for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's going to be actually similar to last night's game with the national championship. It's going to be close, and then a late touchdown is gonna is gonna put it into double digits. So we both agree. We see eye to eye. Cincinnati will win this and cover the five and a half point spread. I'm going to switch and we're going to move to the Sunday early game. We got the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Yep. That's an eight and a half point in favor of Tampa, correct? I have an eight and a half point spread. Buccaneers are favored at home. Who is going to win this game? Oh, it's got to be the Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was going to do it, didn't you? It's gonna be the Bucks. I, it's hard to it's hard to bet against Tom Brady in the first round. Okay. If this was later in the playoffs, second round, the the conference championship. Yep. I'd be willing to say, okay, the injuries. Might so my in. counter to that is, we really don't have a whole lot of experience with Tom Brady in the first round. Generally speaking, yeah. he gets the bye. No, I know. And generally speaking, when he gets the bye, he makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, I know. When he st- does come into the first round, he doesn't do all that hot. He won a Super Bowl last year, will it? Okay. The year before that, he lost to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. With a big six. Yeah. I remember that. So who's going to win this game? I think Tampa's going to win it. And the eight and a half point spread? I think I'd give that to the Eagles. I think I agree with you. No. And I want, and this is going to hurt to say out loud, I want to pick the Eagles to win this game. I think injuries are going to play a factor. I think I want to simply for the fact that if we call it. But I, I think that plays a factor in it for me as well. You know. That we're, we could be the ones. But I, I think I'm going to take the box, but I think the Eagles will cover the spread. No, oh, yeah. And yeah. I think it'll be I think it'll be the other way around. A late touchdown gets them within that eight and a half. Okay. So we, we both agree on that one as well. We are not going to go to the next chronological game. I'm going to go back to Saturday night. 8-15 on CBS. Bills hosting the Patriots. Bills are favored by four points. Factoring in that cold changes my original gut pick. My original gut pick was Bills going away. Mm-hmm. Bills easily. I have to hesitate now. I, 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 I'm, I'm hesitating on this pick, but I think I'm going to stick with it. I, I, you know what? That's what I'm because. By the way, this is we're we're going with our guts on these. Yeah, we didn't write nothing. I'm yeah. taking. I'm and normally I I yeah, I not. know who I'm gonna pick. Playoffs change. Playoffs are different. I'm gonna take the Bills and I'm gonna take them to cover the four points. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go with you with the Bills, but I think they're gonna win it with a late field goal, probably by three. Okay. So I'm gonna go with Patriots with the points. <sighs> 
I think the cold's going to hurt the kicking, too. I'm not saying it won't, but I think there's, I think the cold is going to keep the score down. And when the score is down, you can only that, win that's by fair. that much. That's fair. So I, I'm just going to build with a field goal late in the game to win the game by three. I think that's the safer pick. It is the safer pick. I'm, I, I'm not trying to take any chances on that game because the, the weather and the, the, the lack of knowledge of what's going to go on, who's playing, who's not playing, it's there's so much involved in that game. I'm going to go safe, say the score is going to be low. It's, it's just... Yeah, I'm being safe. All right, I'm fine with that. I I, I, I can't argue it, but I'm sticking with the Bills and and the the probable no, no, late fair. cover. Yeah, no, that's a fair choice. Let's go. Let's let's knock out that Sunday night game, eight fifteen in Kansas City. Just yeah, it's happening. It. Just 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 payback. It's payback. Deal it's payback. with it. Payback for earlier in the episode. It's, no, I get it's it. de- I get it. We're just dealing with it. Chiefs are hosting the Steelers. Twelve and a half. Do Is we there have any to doubts? talk about this? Okay. Just move on. I, I think the Chiefs are going to blow them. Out. Uh, as far as the spread goes, just the only thing I'm thinking about is that the Steelers do have really good, really fast wide receivers, and they have a really good running game. And I, Najee, Najee Harris, Harris, by the way, is, yeah. and I want to go on the record that I was not high on Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. I did not think he was going to be this good, and this is from someone who actually drafted. We, we him. thought it was going to be Etienne who got injured earlier Correct. in the year. Well, it, as as the best running back yeah, in, in, yeah. in Jacksonville, yes. I actually I drafted Najee Harris in fantasy football, and the and How'd that work. So so the moment I did, I knew I was trading him. I knew I was trading him, and I did. And it turns out I should have held on to him. But I'm admitting right now that he did way better than I expected oh, yeah, him yeah. to. I was I was not high on him. I thought he was going to have a like. I thought he was overrated for this year. Mm-hmm. I did not think he was going to light the world on fire, and he's had a great, great season. I could see the Chiefs steamrolling the Steelers, taking their foot off the gas, sure, and a late, deep touchdown to Deontay Johnson. Okay, to bring it within ten. I could see it. I don't think it's going to happen. I still think I'm going to say Chiefs and cover and cover. So but is that your official? Pick? That's my official Chiefs. But I wouldn't be surprised if the exact well, scenario that I just quoted, because it's just it's the way these games play yeah, out with I, with no, the no. Chiefs um, among every other team. At a certain playoffs. point, at a certain point, they're gonna want to risk and in, uh, not yeah. risk injury. Yeah. So I, I can see that. I can see that. I've seen so many Chiefs games where they go nope and they put up. 40 in the blink of an eye and and there's nothing you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, but in the playoffs, the only time that they really do that is when they have to. Well, when they're losing by three touchdowns and suddenly they're up yeah. by three touchdowns. Yeah. Monday night game. Cardinals at Rams. It's the Cardinals Rams. Who cares? Four points. I'll tell you who cares. Everybody. This is going to be a fun game yeah. to watch. Yeah. I think this has a potential to be a really good game. There are some great defensive weapons. Buda Baker comes to mind. On the Arizona Cardinals, and you you know the receiving core of the Rams. You know Cooper Cup's, yeah. you know it numbers. You know Stafford's going to throw that ball. You know OBJ has scored OBJ. in five out of seven games. You know Akers came back. Yep. Uh, so they their their run games come like they and that Matt, offense and, is poised. And, and Matthew Matt Stafford, Stafford has, has a point to prove. Yes, yes he does. So who's going to win? The Rams. I'm thinking the Rams. I think as the well. Rams are just a better team, especially because there's no Nuke. If Nuke was playing, this would be a completely different uh, conversation. 
But with with your top receiver having to be Christian Kirk with AJ Green as your two, as good as both of them have been, both have been very good. It it just doesn't compare to Cooper Cup OBJ right now. You giving them the the points too? Yeah, I think they're going to cover. Points, yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay, the game you you you've been waiting to discuss. All right. Where are you going? It's been a good episode. So what, what have a good night. No, 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 no. You're not getting off that easy. All right, I'm out. We're c- come back. Oh, this is ridiculous. We're really doing this? Yes. The San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, as painful as this is for you. Oh, it's got to kill you. I'm, I'm, this is misery. Absolute misery. The Cowboys are favored by three points. I mean, you got the, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Niners, and Tom Brady. Yep. Yep. Is it? I'm not happy. I'm... I, I, <laughs> Gut and, is and the I'm Patriots for the Bills. And the I'm rooting for the Bills all the way. Which, by the way, that kind of hurts too. I don't really like the Bills, but that was my preseason pick, so I'm riding that. And go we Bengals. haven't even talked about go with the Bengals. Just go with the Bengals. We haven't even talked about the number one seeds who aren't playing this week. Yeah. Who, who one of them is getting won. so much better. So we got the 49ers and the Cowboys. Just, Cowboys is three points. Spread. I almost did it. I almost did it. You're not going to get out of this. Who's winning this game, my friend? Who is it? You have to say it one way or the other. You're not calling the game, so you don't get to recuse yourself. One way or the other, you have to say who's going to win this game. Your San Francisco 49ers or nobody's Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) You got to do it. I really do. As I am now looking up on the top of your shelves and seeing a beautiful photo. Of the greatest <laughs> of wide Joe Montana combination ever, yeah. And Jerry Rice. Oh, that's nice up there with the little with the little bobblehead thing. Funko, Funko is there, is there, is Funko Pops or whatever they're called. I, yeah. Who is it? Who's gonna win this game? I, I, I do actually wanna say the Cowboys. I do you want to. I want to because no, I, no, 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 no. Let me, let me just. Speak. Are they going to win this game? Let me get through this real. You're, you're going I'm gonna talk myself through it. I do no. I do want to say the Cowboys because I do think that in a vacuum they are a better team. It's slight, but I think talent-wise they just they have more talent than the 49ers. I have an issue with one the coaching. I, I think sure. McCarthy, as bad as Shanahan is, and you mentioned it earlier with clock management, McCarthy might be one of the worst we've ever seen. Well, I was actually I was actually talking about McCarthy, and you brought Shanahan into no, the no, conversation. No, no, I'm saying we yeah. were talking about it. Yeah, I was as saying bad as Mark, Mark, bad, Mike McCarthy has been horrible. terrible with his clock management um, for a couple of years now. And and I I do think that this game is going to be close because of that fact and the fact that I think the Niners are a better. In the trenches team and a better running back, as strange as that sounds with Zeke on the other side. I think they have a better running back system going. Okay. Adding Debo Samuel to the equation. Yep. If it's a close game, I'm going with the Niners. I say it's going to be a close game. I'm going with the Niners. So you think the 49ers are going to win this game? Yes. 49ers are going to win this game, and obviously that means they cover since they are three-point dogs. I'm sorry. No. I, I, I want to pick the 49ers. I do. I do because I think they can surprise this Cowboys team. I think they can. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they will. And that's fair. I don't think they will. Listen, you're not going to hear a single argument from me about that. I'm I just- want to be wrong. I do want to be wrong. I want the 49ers 
if I had to choose who I want to win this game, strictly on the team names, I want the 49ers to destroy the Dallas Cowboys. Because while there's something of a rivalry, it was a respectful rivalry between the Giants and the 49ers. We played each other a lot in some great, meaningful games. But I never hated the 49ers. Ever. I never hated them. I didn't want them to win very specific games. Yeah, of course. And was really upset when the referees won it for them. You know what? You had to go this game. Had to go. I think the Cowboys have more weapons, and as as we discussed in the breakdown, will will be able to rely on consistency and and order with more control than the chaos that I think will be required for the 49ers to Mm -hmm. win. I think the Cowboys will remain in control in this game, and I think they'll cover. I think they're going to win and and win, I think, victory formation in this game. That's, that's a fair assessment. That's I, what I, I, I can't say that that's a horrible choice either because, like I said, I I truly do want to pick the Cowboys. I want to pick the more talented team. And this is me as somebody staying yep. neutral without, yep. without fanhood involved. But I do think that coach. it's going to come down a lot to coaching with this game, and I think the better coach is, is Kyle Shanahan. Um, I think it's close. I think it's close. I, I, I don't, ooh, that's, I don't know that I would say either of them is better. There was a time I would have said McCarthy's oh, there, way better. There is a time when I would have said McCarthy's better, and, and I'm not debating. He saying. has had, he has had rough times. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know that I think Kyle Shanahan is a better coach, but it's not, it's not, it's, I don't know who is a better coach. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, we both agree on every game straight up with the home team winning all of them, except for that last game. Yeah. We we disagree. Now, we have we disagree on some covers. Like I said, on the uh, – we, we both think the Bengals will cover. We are split on the cover for Patriots-Bills. Yeah. I think the Bills will win and cover. You think the Bills will win, but the Patriots will cover. Just doing the quick recap. We both think the Bucks will win, but the Eagles will cover. We just discussed the 49ers, the Cowboys, where it was the only game we disagree on. I have the Cowboys covering. You have the 49ers winning outright. We both think the, the uh, Chiefs are going to cover, and we both think the Rams are going to cover. And those are your super wildcard edition. Fist bump five picks should be a lot of fun i'm excited you're excited for the slime in the nickelodeon game. i am i am you I'm you are definitely excited, excited to see debo samuel get slimed and and then score two touchdowns and very very Amari much cooper gets slimed and break his and wilson gets slimed well, that was almost dark and cd lamb gets slimed and Zeke gets slimed, and then Pollard gets slimed on a kickoff return. That implies a lot of touchdowns for the for the Dallas Cowboys. That does it for episode seventy four. Enjoy the games. We will be live during halftime of the Super Wild Card Monday Night game. You still get the Fistball Boys Monday Night Football halftime show on the Instagram lives. Follow us there and on all the social medias. We are at the Fist Bump Boys. Check out everything on our website. All the episodes, some articles, great pictures, all of our Fist Bump 5 picks, everything and then some. www.thefistbumpboys.com
gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the playoffs. We'll be back next week right here on the Fist Bump Boys.